And we are live here on this show right now. Let's get ready to pod here on 99 pod. It's not 1999 anymore. And you know what we do here on the show. We do it every week. And now we shall speak. So let it be written. So let it be done. Lil Shadamas is on the mic to have some fun. Okay. You know the drill. I am the real Lil. I'll give you my take. And then I'll bait. I got things to do. I can't be here all day. Okay. I'm not like these YouTubers that's out here getting paid. And I could be on YouTube every single day all day you know what i'm saying i'll be seeing people on youtube say i kid you not all daggone day bro get out bro go and get some sun my brother all right that's what we own here in this world that's the only thing we own it's the sun because we can go out there and get some you know what i'm saying but um i give you my take then i bait i got i got things to do so uh make sure y'all like and subscribe to the channel so y'all can see me more often okay you can see my content that we got coming your way because it's coming your way. Me and my guy Zay, we ain't come to play. My guy Zay is on the mic right now. Zay, what's going on? How you feeling? You know, it was a good vibe. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Morning, afternoon. It's beautiful outside. No, it's not. It's cold. But, um, you know, things are great. Uh, we just came up with a great weekend of content, great weekend of um sports. Uh, You know, we had the fight. We had the Lakers tournament, uh, in-season tournament. I said Lakers tournament because they won yeah, it. They played like the Lakers. Uh, we had yep. Sunday football. We had Monday football. It was exciting, to say the least. And I'm happy to be here today with Lil. Um, please like and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and iHeartMedia. It's not 1999 anymore. Like and subscribe. And you know what, man? I actually take what I said back. You know, if that's what bringing the money, being on YouTube all day, boy, get your money. Okay, girl, get your money. I would all do respect. I hope to be at that spot. You know, I'm going to go outside, though. I ain't going to be home all day. <laughs> okay, I'm going to still give you my take that I bait. But hopefully I can get some cape to come with that so I can give you my take. Anyway, oh, man, we just getting started, bro. Okay, we just getting started right now with the first topic is going down. The Cowboys route the Eagles on Sunday night football, 33 to 13 in the crucial NMC East showdown. Are the Cowboys, excuse me, are the Eagles in trouble or are the Cowboys that good? And say the mic is yours. Um, You know, I'm going to just say, say it straight out. The Eagles are in trouble. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, we was in a, in a group chat off off air, and we were talking about how the um the Eagles. I don't see the Eagles. I was talking about how the I don't see the Eagles losing two in a row, back to back games. I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I was like, I don't see it happening. There's no way that the Eagles will allow that to happen, and that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, unfortunately, this Eagles team is is uh it's a shell of themselves from last year. Um, that. Pass defense is completely horrendous. It's not the same, clearly not the same defense from last year. Um, something that was able to hinder teams a lot, especially with them being able to stay on the football field as long as they wanted to. Um, there's a lot of knickknack injuries on this Eagles offense that we're seeing clear as day. Um, Jalen Hurts is not the same dude that's toppling over dudes. He's not the same guy that's throwing the ball, darting everybody. And um, that offense is also stagnant. You know, losing two coordinators um, clearly can hinder any team especially a team that just went to the Super Bowl. You lost two, your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator. You lost guys on defense. You lost guys on offense. Things are not looking good. The offensive line is not as strong as it was last year. It's the same offensive line, but it's not as strong as it was last year. That last year was probably their peak. And, uh, and, and that's how it sucks to say. Last year was probably the peak of the Eagles. The way they looked, the way they played, how devastating they were two teams. They are right there in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts had five touchdowns. They are right there. They couldn't win the game. So um, I think they're in trouble, you know, to, just to make a, a quick comment on the Cowboys before I go on my second lap. Um, the Cowboys, um, they're a team that's always been 
I, since the beginning of me watching football, it's always at the line, defensive line and offensive line. They have a top 10 defensive line of offensive line almost every season. It, it's just that's how it is. It's always that we laugh about the secondary. We laugh about the linebacker woes, but we never diss the Cowboys defensive line. We never diss their offensive line because we know Jerry Jones likes to build inside. He wants to build inside so that the outside could look manageable. So I think right now, um, you know, the Eagles, they're in a heap of trouble, and they have to try to find ways to fix these issues sooner than later because the playoffs are among us. Yeah, man. I mean, I think you laid it out right, you know. Um, you know how I feel about this topic. I think anybody that watched this show the last couple of weeks know where I'm going to go ahead. The Eagles are in trouble. I said it a couple of weeks ago. And um, times like this, I would love for Freddie to be on the show because um, he's the Eagles fan. He's the one that debated me last week. Didn't even give me a chance to speak with all due respect. I mean, my guy, salute to my guy, cuz, but my guy was, my guy ain't give me no room, bro. Okay, my guy, six minutes, first lap. Okay, and then when I get to my lap, interruptions after interruptions, I'm like, my God, can a brother speak? Okay, I'll let you rock now. I'll let everybody rock now. You know what I'm saying? I'll let everybody do what they got to do now. You know, give they take out and then, you know, that's it. But anyway, I'm going to break it down like how I was supposed to break it down the last show. Okay, you know, it goes back to everything that I've been saying, right? When you look at the Eagles right now, the Eagles are championship or bus, Super Bowl or bus. If they don't win a Super Bowl, I don't care if they get there. If they don't win it, it's a failed season because they were there. They should have won it last year. Right. So when you talk about if a team is in trouble, we got to be real about, OK, we talking about the Eagles here. So what their threshold is may not be what another team's threshold is. The Eagles almost won the daggone championship should have. So when we talk about Super Bowl or bust, the question is, do you see them winning a Super Bowl? No, I don't. That's why they in trouble. And I think when you talk about it for more context here, take a team. For an example, right, the Lions, because I've been telling people that um the Lions, I was a little bit more high on the Lions. Clearly, you know, I'm wrong on that, and I'm not afraid to own up to that. I was wrong on the Lions. You know, the Lions are not a team that's going to make a Super Bowl, better yet, make an NFC Championship game before that, better yet, possibly even win a playoff game. They might win a playoff game at home. They're still dangerous, right? But they look like one and done right now. My point being is that I told everybody that the Eagles – from my eyes. Sometimes you can't explain what your eyes see and, and what you feel. Not your feelings, the feel of the game. Feelings and the feel of the game is two different things. Feelings is like, it's not logic, okay? The feel is logic, okay? And I felt that the Eagles were not a team that lost two games. And at the time, one game, before they lost this game, it was one game. I said it. And people was like, how could you say that? They win the games. They found a way to win the game. Context, people context right because take the lines it's the reason why i brought them up they only lost two games at one point now they lost more but at one point they were seven and two and um you know they were winning games and i said to myself you know i can't criticize them right now why because look at their history this not a team that won the nfc north ever so we can't really dive into context there with them because it's like okay they're not known for this. So even if we look at the context of the schedule and be like the strength of schedule, ah, you ain't really play nobody. And yeah, you've been blown out teams, but who are they? And you did lost to the Ravens. You got smoke, right? The eye test, I don't know. It's like, it's the Lions, bro. The hell with that. They winning games. They're not known for that. Push it to the side. 
with the Eagles, it's like, okay, you lost one game, but it's like, okay, what we should have been saying is not, oh, we found a way to win the game like Cousin was saying. We found a way to win. This, that, and the third. That's what championship-level teams do. No. We got to look at the Eagles and the Lions differently. The Eagles made the Super Bowl last year. They dominated the opposition last year. The question we should have been asking, hey, hold up. Why are they not distancing themselves from these teams? Why is every game going down to the wire? Why have they only won two games by more than one score? We should have been asking those questions. But no, you know, it's back to that Bill Parcells. You know, you are what your record says you are. That line has done a disservice to the sport in general because eye test matters. You can't shun eye tests. Yeah, you could be one lost team. You could be the Vikings last year who only lost four games. But guess what? They got bounced in the first round by a talentless Giants team that got smacked by Philly the week after. Okay? No. No. Sometimes you're not are or you're not is what your record says you is. Okay? And back to this game on Sunday before I close with my first lap. I think when you look at the Eagles the last couple of weeks into last week's game, they've been giving up 435 yards a game in the last five games. The third most in franchise history in a five-game span. You telling me that's a Super Bowl team right there? The Cowboys converted nine of 16 third-down attempts. They went three for three against Phillies, 28-ranked defense, okay, red zone defense. You know what's funny? Because the Cowboys, prior to the first meeting against Philly, had one of the worst red zone offenses in the NFL. They couldn't score in the red zone. And guess what? All that was cured once they played Philly. Once they played Philly, all that was cured, and they was able to convert in the red zone. And obviously, in the second match, they were able to do that with ease. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Once again, let's talk about Jalen Hurts. You know, he has the fourth most turnovers in the NFL right now. Okay, not to mention he had a fumble in this game in the first quarter. Okay, that was a pivotal fumble that he had because they were going in the march and match with the Cowboys. Did he fumbled that gave all the momentum back to the Cowboys? Okay, so um. When you talk about this historically bad defense combined with Jalen Hurts' turnovers, that does not scream a two-loss team to me. And that was the point I was trying to make on last week's show, but I didn't get a chance to because Cuzzo didn't want to hear the truth. He should have been here to get his mama's cooking right now. He should have been right here, Cuzzo. Okay, I understand we got obligations, as I said in the intro. Okay, I got to give you my take, then I bait. Okay, let's get it. Yeah, so I mean, the Eagles. Um, just the last point on my Eagles thing. You know, Eagles. They are, um, like I said, a shell of themselves, and we're seeing it clear as day, week after week. We're seeing what this this Eagles team is, and it's not the same domination on the offensive line that we've seen and we are accustomed to seeing. You know, it's the Jason Kelsey and and um and them boys out there in the offensive line. Um, Lane Tom, Lane um. Johnson, you know, it's, it's just it's just a different that the offensive line is not the same. You know, I don't know if it's injury, I don't know what it is, but it's not the same clearly. And they're not dominating at the line, which is prohibiting Jalen Hurts to do what he does, which prohibits the running game to be effective. And basically, if you stop that running game for Philly, that's their game. Because now you have to force Jalen Hurts to throw the football, which has been the basically the blueprint for a lot of teams. Force Jalen Hurts to make plays, make him throw the football. Let's see what he's able to do. Can he can they win the game by throwing the football? And teams are willing to live by that last year was a little bit different because he showed he was tremendous in the passing game last year. And that's what helped them go to the Super Bowl this year. Completely different change, completely different look, Um, you know, but that's the Eagles. And I hope they can fix that soon, but going to the Cowboys real quick. Um, Dak Prescott looks amazing. 
Yo, before you get there, Zay, before you get on the Cowboys, because I do want to focus on the Cowboys too. So I don't want to go back okay. to the Eagles right. and come back to the Cowboys. But as we close on the Eagles, right? You're right, 100%. They haven't got the passing game going throughout the whole year, right? They have some big plays and spurts, but everything is a trickle-down effect of Jalen Hurts and that running game getting going. So when Swift is going and he's getting four yards a pop and Jalen Hurts is going with his legs creating, when you stack the box and you take that away, the 49ers showed that they was able to contain Jalen Hurts in the pocket, outside the pocket, now it's all right, beat us through the air, and they pass the game has been exposed throughout. I won't say exposed, but it hasn't been consistent throughout the whole year. That's where we get you off your spot. Now show us that you can beat us in other ways. And they showed that last year. Jalen Hurts, for the most part, was contained in the Super Bowl, but he was able to make the passes in the tight windows, and, and they were beating Kansas City through the passing game. So at the end of the day, they're not doing that this year. But go ahead, carry on. No, oh yeah. So I mean, in terms of the, the Eagles, like I said, it's it's tough because I, I didn't expect the Cowboys to be as competitive as they are. Um, and nobody, everyone on this pod, we thought Mike McCarthy was gonna sink the Dallas Cowboys. We we a lot, all of us said that. We all thought Mike McCarthy was gonna sink the Cowboys, that Kellen Moore was the, the mastermind behind the offense of Dallas, and that they were gonna do worse without Kellen Moore. Clearly they're doing a lot better. Kellen Moore was probably the cancer for Dallas because they're doing a lot better than they were without with, with Kellen Moore. Um, not to say the defense ain't tremendous. The Dallas Cowboys defense has been really well, really disciplined. They're getting picks left and right, getting a lot of touchdowns at that. But the Cowboys are playing great football on both sides of the football. They're playing discipline on offense. They're able to run the football with multiple guys. They're able to throw the football. Dak Prescott able to, to spot anybody at any given time. Um, yards after the catch, uh, 10 yards downfield, 20 yards downfield, short screen passes. They're, they're able to just get anything they want. And you have to give credit to Mike McCarthy and that offense. You have to give credit to Dak Prescott and his progressions and him being able to still elevate his game even after years where we question his decision-making. We question his ability to, to move the chains and, and make the right calls during clutch plays, clutch time. So I think, you know, the Cowboys are it, – it's crazy because, like, the, the the question, you know, are the Cow Eagles in trouble or are the Cowboys that good? You could say yes to both because the Cowboys are just showing us that they're able to play football is just that when the playoffs come, how disciplined are they? Are the lights too bright for them? What what is that gonna look like when they get to the playoffs? But the Cowboys right now are playing phenomenal football. Like this is a team that's been a regular season team for quite some time. They've been dominating the regular season for quite some time. It's just whenever the playoffs happen, we see the undisciplined play that we don't see. The, we haven't seen the whole season. So that for that to say, my question to you is. Is this the year the Cowboys break that discipline curse, or is it just going to be the same old Cowboys where mistakes happen when our lights are brightest? I mean, it's hard to really, you know, go Lil Shadamas mode on that, you know, question because at the end of the day, they got to be the ones to seize the moment and play how good they've been playing throughout the regular season thus far. And you did mention the truth in the sense that they are a regular season team. They always was. They always had spurts of dominance in the regular season but never compassion together in the playoffs and um i think sometimes that's who you are you know if you if somebody shows you the same thing over and over again you take it but maybe maybe just maybe it's different this year and i think when you look at this question and we talk about is the cowboys that good you know obviously i'm more concerned with the eagles than i am optimistic about the cowboys because i do think that 
it's evident that they can't beat the 49ers. But I will say this. If anything, I can see a world where they make the NFC Championship game, which is something they haven't did since 1996, if I'm not mistaken, a year before I was born, to be honest with you. Okay, so I never seen it. I never was here on this earth to see the Cowboys make an NFC Championship game. I think that could change this year. But um, at the end of the day, like the Eagles and like the Niners, they shouldn't even be thinking about that. They should be thinking beyond that. They should be thinking about Super Bowl because they have been putting together an expensive roster over the last couple of years, and they've been losing like guys like Amari Cooper. They've been, you know, in the playoffs last year, in the playoffs, you know, the year before, and they need to change. They need to win the Super Bowl. Every All of those teams should have Super Bowl aspirations. But at the end of the day, you do got to give the Cowboys credit for how they played against the Eagles. They were able to, first of all, the MVP of the game to me, with Stephon Gilmore, okay, he kept A.J. Brown in check for the most part. You know, they had to get really creative in ways to get A.J. Brown the ball in space to be able to create with it. And um, he made a play where he, um, I believe he caused the A.J. Brown fumble. Stephon Gilmore did. And then there was a fourth down play where he locked up Devonta Smith, okay? And he just was showing that veteran, you know, experience. You know, those guys still could play. You know, Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore guys that was once looked upon as being the best, you know, cornerback one and two in the league. And they still showing that play of dominance in ways. And you got the other cat on the other side, Deron Bland, who's been able to make plays on the ball. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not a shutdown corner. You can still throw it his way and have success, but he knows how to have a knack for the football. It kind of reminds me of the guy that was missing. You know, Trayvon Diggs that, you know, he subbed in for a guy that always know how to make a play on the ball. But you hit the guy with a double move and he's in a different area code. And the Cowboys have a lot of talent, bro. They do. You know, you got this guy, um, Gavante Turpin, you know, is a speed guy. He could be a threat in special teams. He could be a threat, you know, as far as getting open. You know, he was making plays. Um, You also got, you know, other guys, you know, you got. Guys I ain't named that we all know about, like C.D. Lamb, right? You know, Brandon Cooks, he made some plays. He's starting to get a big role in this offense as the season goes on. And you also got Michael Gallup, who finally, he had a touchdown. He had a couple big plays, showed um, great ball control ability to get the ball and keep his legs in bounce. You know, he always good with the acrobatic stuff. And Dak Prescott, that's where we're going to end. You know, 272 yards or 71 yards, two touchdowns. And look, he's been playing good. Is he my MVP front runner? No. Okay. No. But if I were to give it to a quarterback, he will be that guy. Clearly, I not give it into a quarterback right now. I, I feel like we play a lot of musical chairs when it comes to the quarterback position. Oh, it's it's Dak. No, last week it was Bob Purdy. Then before that, it was Jalen Hurts. Then before that, it was Lamar. No. And we constantly moving the goalposts and playing musical chairs. Maybe it's not a quarterback. I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's CMC. But if I had to go quarterback, it would be Dak Prescott. The Cowboys are playing good. Credit to Mike McCarthy. Okay, Zach called him a con man on this show. He probably did con y'all because clearly he won with Aaron Rodgers in Super Bowl. And clearly he has Dak Prescott playing MVP caliber football. So salute to the Cowboys. But, yeah, I think we should be more concerned. And I think the Eagles are in trouble. And I'll leave it at that.